0: We have discussed in the last few shiurim if there is a mitzvah of Chuva, is the mitzvah vidui, is the mitzvah Chuva and vidui, and then we discussed if wh- what is the essence of vidui. Today I'd like to discuss the issue of Yom Kippur vis-à-vis tshuva. The Lamar says in Hilchosh Tshuva, Perek Be'ez Halach Hazayim, Yom Kippurim, huzman tshuva This means that there is a double responsibility of tshuva both for the individual and for the community on Yom Kippur The Rav has a shiur printed in, Hil- in Allah tshuva of course written by someone else in his name about the double nature of Yom Kippurim, whereas Yom Kippur has in it the bracha, Melech Mocher V'solech L'Avon O'Seinu, Amor Yisrael, V'Yisrael. The tshuva of Yom Kippur is for mechila, for our averis, namely the averus of each individual, and for the averus of the Kla. Then the Ramam says, V'hu Kates mechila uslicha I will get back to that phrase later, that Ramam re- refers to Yom Kippur as a Kates mechila uslicha. But then the Ram comes to the point that I'd like to address. Whether we looked at the Chiyuv of Chuva and the Rambam as a mitzvah, as Mitzvah Saseh, as vidui whatever, here the Ram says very clearly, It seems to be that there is a unique and special mitzvah I to do tshuva on Yom Kippur. We've shown him have raised this issue and discussed: is there indeed a special chiyuv of tshuva Yom Kippur? For example, Rabbeinu Yonah, in a number of places, points out that he thinks it's a mitzvah, I a special mitzvah, to do tshuva. Unyam Kippur. When in Sharit Tshuva, Shar Dalid, Chapter Yud Zayin, he says she she even though we are obligated in Tshuva, is and, uh, 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 applies to all time there is a special chiyuv on Yom Kippur. And he learns this from the words "Lifnei Hashem Titaru. And he quotes the pasuk "Nach D'Rachinu V'Nachkora V'Nashuv Al Hashem. He repeats this statement, actually he said it earlier, in shar Sheni chapter Yudalib. Mitzvah Sasei Torah. It's a Biblical requirement. Here he spells it out extremely carefully. There's a special mitzvah say that a person should somehow arouse himself and do tshuva on Yom Kippur. So, there's a special mitzvah saseh. The... Sefer HaChinuch says in Mitzvah Shinsa that someone who did not do tshuva on Yom Kippur mitzv- bitel mitzvah saseh. So obviously they thought it's a special mitzvah, irrespective of the general mitzvah of tshuva or vidui. there's a special mitzvah of Yom Kippurim of doing tshuva. And this seems to me what the Ramam is saying, that Chayovim HaKol Interestingly enough, the Avoda Samelech, a sefer of Rab Menachem Kerkowski in Hilchos Shuvah, Rab Menachem Kerkowski was a Dayan in Vilna, I think, and he was a, he was a, uh, he was the uncle, the no, uncle of Rav Salavechik, actually Rav Salavechik as a young man is quoted occasionally in the Avod HaSamelech. So the uh, Avoda Samelech referred me to those sources in the Sharet to the to the Sefer um, HaChinuch, but he also quoted the Yireim. And the Yireim <coughs> says clearly and unequivocally not like that. The Yireim in in my edition of the Urayim, this is found or in simon reish samach and the Re, the Reim says there, the there's a mitzvah of vidui, but he's referring to the mitzvah of the kohen gadol. In mitzvah reish samach gimel, he says there's a mitzvah vidui and that's a vidui of the kohen gadol. But then he says told the, the mitzvah so sase an offshoot of this mitzvah, and then he says very very clearly chachamim shekol Yisrael yisvadu ben isha There's a din of chachamim, a din de Rabbanan, that everybody should say vidui, men and women, on Yom Kippur. And he calls the Gemara, that we'll get to again later. That the mitzvah, viduy, Yom Kippur, is in the evening, before, and then chachamim say, before you eat, we'll get to that later. but, he said clearly, Tzivu the Avonis HaMelech said from the Rambam, it did not seem that clear that he felt like the, uh, which opinion he took, but basically he said, it seems from the Rambam that he agrees with the Seta that there's a special mitzvah say to do tshuva on, and say vidui on Yom Kippur. So we've seen, uh, although, there is a Machlokas Rishonim, whether it's the of rabanan but all the sources that I quoted, whether it's the Rambam, the Sefer Achinuch, the uh, Yireim, or the um Tshuva of Rabbeinu all agree that there's a special Mitzvah of Tshuva on Yom Kippur. The only argument was, is it the of the according to the Urayim, uh, it's only the Rabbanan, the, but the, the Rabbeinu Yonah and the Sefer Achinuch said very, very clearly that it's the Raisa. and the Avodah Samalach says it seems that the Ramam agrees with the opinion that the Chiyuv of of Vidui Yom Kippur is a special a special Chiyuv. Now, if we'll discuss the proper time for this Vidui, it seems obvious that at the time of the vidui is in Yom Kippur. But we all know that we have a custom of saying vidui before Mincha. And the Gemara quoted by the Rambam says there Mitzvah as Viduri Yom HaKippurim Shiyashim haYom Kadam B'Shiyochah The Mitzvah is before you eat Now that's the words of the Rambam. The Gemara and the Rishonim had a different text in the Gemara of not Shema Yechanek, but Shema Yorei Takala, etc. The Rambam seems to say that a person will be choked in the meal and therefore he won't be able to say Vidun Yom Kippur. So there are people who ask the question if that's true, if we're really worried that when a person eats, he's not going to be able to live, to say vidui. why don't we do that every day? We're talking about before Yom Kippur. So, it's true that he, if the worst came to worst and he died, he died before Yom Kippur. Yechanik Basuda. The other interpretations are that for some reason the person did not have a chance to say uh, vidui. Something happened during the Suda Mavsekes and therefore he could not say the vidui that he should. (coughs) <coughs> Therefore we said okay say the vidui before but what seems to be the optimum time for saying this vidui the answer might depend upon very various texts yourselves of this gimara the question is when is the is the real mitzvah Kodem Yom Kippurim, before Chasheicha or after, or on Yom Kippur. There is a very interesting uh, gra found in Simen Tafrei in Shulchan Arachayim, Simen Tafrei Zayim, where the gra quotes the text as saying as in one one version of the text, that's referring to, if he said the vidui before the Sudam avsekis, he should say after the Sudam avsekis. After the Sudam Af-Sekis means before yom kippur. So the idea of in, of saying the vidui before the Sudam avsekis is not because you won't say vidui on on yom kippur. It's because maybe you won't say the vidui of erev yom kippur. And it seems somehow that the vidui of erev Yom Kippur <coughs> is the crucial Vidri. The practical difference, of course, according to this Vilna uh, Gaon, and he, by the way, he quotes a Ramban that we'll refer to immediately, that the idea really is to say is to say the vidui at the beginning or just before the beginning of Yom Kippur. So, if a person says vidui before Suda Mavsekis, it would be proper to say vidui again after Suda Mavsekis before Yom Kippur. Now, the uh, Magan Avram in Siv Zain of the same Simon Teprei Zion says, in the name of the Shallah, Raui l'achnil l'tvedot achar achila kadam kedat haramban. It, the Sha'Allah says it's a proper khumra that a person should say vidui <coughs> after you eat the meal before Yom Kippur comes in. And Rav Salavachik used to talk about this a lot that this was the custom of risk, that people used to say tvila zakah. And vidui before Yom Kippur, tvila zakah, written of course by the author of the Chayyad and printed in standard makzayim, has all the elements of vidui. And therefore, they, the Rav felt that it's a kiyom of the Ramban, of the Ramban's opinion, to say vidui Erev Yom Kippurim, when a person says Tfilah Zakah. And therefore the Rav said, as a, I rem- if I remember correctly, that Tfilah Zakah should be said standing. Because vidui should be said standing. Tfilah Zakah is not just a beautiful prayer one says before Yom Kippur. It has in it the elements of vidui. It's a kiyom of vidui according to the Ramban. And therefore it should be said, b'amida. All this is true according to the gong who quotes the, a different source, explaining the, a different text, explaining the Ramban, and the Magin who said that Inshallah feels that this is, is proper, to follow the opinion of the Ramban. There are people who certainly disagreed, and thought that the din of vidui before Yom Kippur, before the of Sekis, is really not in place of the vidui before Yom Kippur, but in the vidui of Yom Kippur. Although it does seem a little strange to me that you, this idea of Shema Yechanik Basuda, the way I interpreted the Gemara, well, not me, but the way the, we explained according to the Ramban, according to the Gra, it makes a lot more sense. You see, the idea of the, of the Gemara to say that vidli before the Hav It's really you should say after the Hav But Siddham Hav is a very tense time. People are in a rush, people are uh, you have to do the dishes, you have to get organized, you have to find your kittle, find your tiles, get ready, go to shul, get back. So maybe there a person <coughs> it gets gets busy, gets involved and he, maybe there's a problem with digestion, who knows what could happen during a meal. And therefore maybe he won't have time to say the vidli after the meal, before Yom Kippur. And <coughs> therefore, you should say the Bidui before the meal. Many, many years ago, when I was, uh, one of the first years I was in Yeshiva in haritzion uh, an interesting case came before me, a fellow came to me, and he said he had gotten out of the army rather late, of Yom Kippur, and they gave him off to come to the Yeshiva for Yom Kippur. By the time he got to Yeshiva, they were eating the Sudam Afsekis. He didn't want to m- miss his meal. He didn't want to skip uh, uh, any meal before Yom Kippur. So, and besides that, some people think it's a Mitzvah Darais, so or some think it's uh, to eat the meal of Yom Kippur. So he went to eat the meal meal before he Mincha. We generally da- eat Davi Mincha, and then eat the meal. So here he had a case where he ate the meal. Now the reason of Shemai, Hanik, Besuda, etc. doesn't uh, apply. So <coughs> he told me he was going to Mincha after the Sudam F'sekes. Should he say, Vidui, and I said to him, based on what, what I just understood, according to the Ramban, and which the Gong quotes, which Shallah says, yes, it would be certainly proper to say Vidui now. This is the Vidui before Yom Kippur, which really should be said. We only say it before because of the reason found in the Gemara. But what is the reason for this? That the idea of saying Vidui is before Yom Kippur? I understand that on Yom Kippur, there's a is it Yom Kippur as man tshuva, like as the Ramam said. But what is the idea of saying tshuva of saying vidui before Yom Kippur? Apparently, it's based in the pasuk "Lifnei Hashem Titaru." I don't know if this is written clearly, but I think that I heard that the pshat of "Lifnei Hashem Titaru" could be explained. Before Hashem you should become Tar. But what does before Hashem mean? Before in time or before in place? Before you enter the presence of HaKadosh Baruch, you should be Tar or you should be, before you should do do be Lifne Hashem. It could be in, in time. Lifne Hashem. Before the time that you enter the Yom, Yom HaKadosh, you should enter Yom Kippur, you should enter Yom HaKadosh in a state of Tara. And that might be the simple interpretation of the word before you come into Yom Kippur. <coughs> a person should make sure that he's star. So we've discussed the is there a special obligation of doing chuva and vidu on Yom Kippur? And perhaps that special obligation might even be befo- might occur even before Yom Kippur. Before the Sudam HaFsekes, or after the Sudam HaFsekes, as we said, sama Recha But, even though we've said there's a mitzvah of tshuva on Yom Kippur, we've discussed in the past, is there a mitzvah of tshuva and vidui daily? It's certainly a good idea. It's always uh, proper to do tshuva, but is there a special chiyuf? Nevertheless, I'd like to raise the issue, is there a difference between the tshuva and the vidui of Yom Kippur or Arab Yom Kippur and the tshuva of all year round? The beginning of the answer I, I find in the statements of Rabbeinu Yonah. We discussed that according to Rabbeinu Yonah there is a special mitzvah of doing tshuva on Yom Kippur, or as we said perhaps before Yom Kippur. The Rabbeinu Yona, in the first Sha'ar, Sha'ar HaRishon, chapter 10, talks about different levels of tshuva. And he says, any tshuva, any act of tshuva, will, will receive Slicha, you'll be forgiven. But he says, But that does not totally erase the sins. It's true that you're forgiven, but the sins are not totally erased. Unless... Unless a person really, I'll translate the simple translation, would be purifies his heart and prepares his, his spirit, his soul. And then he says uh, quotes a Pasak Matilim Adam Lo 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 Avon But then he gives a parable, an example. kibus, like a, a, a garment, a shirt, which requires laundry. kibus, you can wash it a little bit, so some of it will go away. But it won't become completely white yet. with a lot of time and effort and a lot of laundering it will become clean. V'chein Katuv, and he quotes a Pasakantilin, that uses the word as nevoni, wash me off of the sins. But of course he says, don't forget, Colchivamoila. All tshuva works. All tshuva is effective. But you don't become tar. Rav Salavechik, in one of his essays, based on shiurim that he gave on between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, again written by other people in Svarim in his name, has explained that the idea of tshuva all year round generally means I did something wrong, I should fix it. On Yom Kippur, there's an additional requirement. Hashem titaru. Titaru means to become pure. All year round, a person did shuvan one sin. Maybe he has another sin, but he accomplished. There's no obligation necessarily to be tahar. You should try your best to fix everything you've done. But on Yom Kippur, or perhaps before Yom Kippur, there's a special requirement, Hashem A person has to be pure. And Rav Salavichik used the same example. I always wondered if in the back of his mind he had this uh, idea of the Shari Tshuva, which compared sin to a dirty garment where it has to be cleaned, but the Rav extended it a little bit more. The Rav said, let's say a person has a shirt, which has a few stains on it. So, if you remove a stain, you work hard, and you get a stain out. You've certainly accomplished something. But nevertheless, the shirt has a stain on it. A person would not be considered uh, having a clean shirt, even if there's only one stain on it. It's true, let's say, it originally had ten stains, he got rid of nine of them, so he accomplished a great deal, but still he doesn't have a clean shirt. On Yom Kippur, a person is required to have a clean shirt. Lefnei Hashem, Titaru. Titaru becomes a person, should become Tohar. And Rav Salveitchik then explained the statement of Rav Akiva. Ashereichem Yisrael, Lefnei mi atem metaren, and mi metaresichem, avimosh vashamayim, hu metaresichem. Ma'amik vim metaresatameim, afa kadosh baruchu metares Yisrael. The famous statement of Rav Akiva, which is uh, today, a well-known song in certain circles, Yisrael. look how privileged we are that we can be purified tar, be before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then the comparison, of course, is the same way that a mikveh works to be, to purify a person who's torah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu matayas Yisrael. Mikve Yisrael Hashem. Wow. Now the Comparison to mikveh is very, very uh, educational here. We know in a mikveh, if a person is completely immersed in the mikveh, but one fingernail, one little part of his body is sticking out. So he's not. we're not going to say he's 99% pure. Mikveh is matiah if a person is completely immersed in the mikveh. A Kurdish Berchum Yisrael is means that a Kurdish is Metair, but you have to be completely Tar. So this obligation applies on Yom Kippur. And thereof, one want to explain parts of davening based on this concept. For example, on Yom Kippur, when we say Vidui, we say Vidui not just for the sins that we know about, but even for the sins that we don't know about. Hanistaros v'haniglos, and we say Haniklos amarim l'chav v'adina We we say clearly the sins that we know we did. V'hanistaros lefanachem gluim But Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows the the sins that we don't know about, as it says in the pasuk Hanistaros la'ashem l'keinu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows. So why do we have to do tshiva? We don't even know that we did anything wrong. If the obligation is to do tshuva of the year on a yearly the yearly concept of doing tshuva, I did something wrong. I should try to fix it. It seems that you don't have to do tshuva <coughs> for nistaros, but on Yom Kippur, when a person has to be tar he has to say, we both in the stars and the gloss. In order to become completely pure, you have to be rid of everything, even th- something that you didn't know about. The example would be, I have a stain on the back of my shirt. Do I, ha- I, I I never saw it. I don't know about it. Do I have to look for it? Do I have to try to remove that also? On Yom Kippur, you have a person has to be tar. So according to Abedin Yonah, the, and the way the Rav amplified it, it seems there's a special obligation of Yom Kippur of the Hashem Titaru, which is different than Shuva of the entire year round. I, I must admit that I find this a very difficult concept, because in terms of understanding Yom Kippur, I think it's a beautiful idea, but practically, it seems to me much much more effective for a person to look one by one for things that he did and try to fix them, rather than to go for more of a gestalt approach and just change everything about him. It Perhaps the Rambam did hint at that when the Rambam said the real way of a Ba'tshuva is to change his name to say I am a different person the person who originally sinned. Perhaps Yunyam Kippur a person is supposed to really undergo a metamorphosis of personality and become a different person and therefore this person has nothing attached to him. But I do think that it's uh, more simple in educational terms to explain to Uh, that uh, try to fix one thing about yourself at a time than to try to say that every single thing in the world will be better tomorrow but uh, that's what it seems to be that Rebbe Nuyona really believes I'd like to conclude by trying to explain the four more words found in the Rambam the Rambam that I said before says that it's a Yom Kates Mechila Uslicha. Yom Kippur is Kates Mechila Uslicha Yisrael. Now the word Kates means end. What does he mean by the end? Ravutner has an explanation of this in Pachad Yitzchak, where he explains that the same way that Achris Hayamim is the Kates of the final din. So in terms of the year, Yom Kippur ends the year, ends the din of that year. <coughs> the, the, Of course, the real explanation should be looked up in in Yitzchak and Yom Kippur. I'm just hinting at one idea that I, I understood from there. But in that connection, I'd like to quote the Rambam in Hirchoshuvah Peragimol Halachagimol. The Rambam there says that the Every year, a person's a person is judged on Rosh Hashanah. If a person is a tzaddik, so he's written in the lechaim. If he's a rasha, he's written lemisah. But a benoni, a benoni is a person who's so and so like 50-50. So it says tolumna. We Then we it, we hold it in abeyance. Iya mekipur imasa tshuva nechtam lechaim v'imav. Nechtam If the person does Tshuva, fine. If he doesn't do Tshuva, so then he'll be written Lemisa. Now, many people have asked, specifically in the, on the page of the Rambam, the lecha Mishnah asked, I don't understand. He's Mechza, Mechza. If he's 50-50, Sankar's Baruch Hu is all merciful. A person is 50-50, why should he be judged Lamisa? Why should he be judged Lechayim? And then he answers, because in these days of Asayas Yom coming to Yom Kippur, he has a special obligation to do Tshuva, and if he didn't do Tshuva, so it's a bit of a uh, mitzvah, and therefore, he has one more thing against him. This idea, of course, works extremely well with the Rishonim, who said clearly that there's a mitzvah saseh of tshuva. If we we'll look, for example, in the ritva, and I found that very interesting, the ritva in Rosh Hashanah, on the Gemara of uh, explaining how the Zaidim works, the ritva says, mitzvah, he quotes, my Rabbeinu Yona. And he says, since Rabeinu Yonah said that it's a mitzvah to do tshuva on Yom Kippur, so if they did tshuva, fine. If they didn't, so they did a trans—they uh, were did have ever and therefore they're chayef. Uh, but other people have asked the question: Okay, let's say he didn't do tshuva, but he did a very good mitzvah instead. Let's say he did a mitzvah that he saved many people's lives, but. On Rosh Hashanah, he was a benoni. Between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, he did many, many good things. So why would he could have done many good things? Let's say he did many, many good mitzvahs but he didn't do tshuva. So why should it be not need on Why does there only tshuva helps? Based on what I've seen in the sefer called Emik Bracha, I understood that you could explain as follows. Basically, Rosh Hashanah is the end of the year. We're today, the beginning of Tavshin Ayin Beis, when speaking a few days after Rosh Hashanah, of Tavshin Ayin Beis. The book of Tavshin Ayin Aleph is closed. If a person does a mitzvah today, then it will be counted in the Tavshin Ayin Beis book. So, you cannot change the Tavshin Ayin Aleph book by doing mitzvah, like, I'm sorry, by doing mitzvahs. Because what any mitzvah you do is next year's Cheshvam. We're talking about last year's Cheshvam. The Book of Tavshin Ayin Aleph. The Book of Tavshin Ayin Aleph is finished in Rosh Hashanah. However, HaKadosh Baruch Hu in his Chesed gave us the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, which are the time of Chuva. In those days, only one thing can change the past. Only Chuva can, can change the past. And now there's an obligation to tshuva, as we pointed out, according to Rebbeinu Yonah and the, the Rama, probably, and the Sefer Achinuch. So, there is one obligation to tshuva, and that obligation refers back to Tavshin Ayin Aleph, not to Tavshin Ayin Beis. How long does this window of opportunity stay open? Till when can a person change Tavshin Ayin Aleph? Till Yom Kippur of Tavshin Ayin Beis. And perhaps that's the meaning of the Rambam: Yom Kippurim who kates slicha mechila. It's the kates. It's the end of Tavshinayin Aleph. Now I thought the end of Tavshinayin was the night of Rosh Hashanah. As far as tshuva goes, the possibility of tshuva means that Tavshinayin Aleph is is still open for the possibility of tshuva in Yom Kippur. Kates mechila slicha.